0: Fresh word with reverend Tunde Muslim. Welcome once again to Fresh Word. We are discussing what I call the prayer point of Jesus. Jesus said, do not pray like the eating, for your father knows the things you have need of before you ask him. So can we have that knowledge of what God knows that we should be asking him? Jesus gave us in the next verse, that's verse 9, Matthew 6 verse 9. He said, in this manner, therefore, concluding from the father knows what we need of before we ask him. He said, therefore, pray like this, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And he said something else, give us this day our daily bread, forgive us, lead us and deliver us. And then said, for yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. That prayer, we call the Lord's Prayer, is just more than what we recite. It's a pattern of prayer. It's a pattern of fruitful, productive prayer. And we pray? What are the prayer points? There are so many books today on prayer points. But Jesus gave us this prayer point, his disciples, to pray in Jesus' way. Remember I said, I'm the way, truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father. This is how to pray to the Father with the prayer point of Jesus. So we saw last time the prayer point of Hallow be your name. That kingdom, so that worship, hallowing the name of the Father and exalting him is our first, highest, greatest prayer point. Worshipping God is the number one thing that should dominate our prayer. Let's look at the next thing that should dominate our prayer. The next thing is, Jesus said, your kingdom come. That means our prayers will involve the kingdom of God. Can I ask you a question? Are you just involved all about yourself, your family, your affairs, your business? Have you thought about the kingdom of God, the welfare of God's kingdom, the advancement of his kingdom on the earth? Have you thought about the extension of God and the Lord as the king? Jesus is king. Are you promoting that in your prayer? Are you seeking the kingdom of God in your prayer? You see, when Jesus came here, the kingdom dominated his mind. He was speaking, the Bible said he went about to all the cities and villages, preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Let's look at chapter 8, the book of Luke. He even said this too, about when he was going from place to place, talking about this. He said this, listen to this, Luke chapter 8, verse 1. This is what he says. Hallelujah. It says, Now it came to pass afterward that he went through every city and village, preaching and bringing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God and the twelve who are with him. And he also said, "The one preach the gospel of the kingdom. Can I ask you a question? Are you praying about the kingdom of God? Are you seeking his kingdom? Or are you just only seeking your own kingdom? The greatest picture of the kingdom is the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. To declare Christ, the Lord Jesus, as the king. Are you involved in that? Are you looking for his kingdom? Are you seeking the extension of his kingdom? That's the next vital prayer point after worship. You must be laying down your time in prayer. You must be laying down your life for the kingdom of God. Oh God, how can your kingdom grow through me? How can I further your kingdom in my home? How can I extend your kingdom through my business? How can I extend and enlarge your kingdom through my career? How can I extend your kingdom through my life here on earth? What am I living for? What am I seeking? What's the purpose of my life? It's the kingdom. It's the kingdom. It's the kingdom. And that must become a major focus in your prayer. You know, today people pray about all kinds of things. What are you praying for? Why do you want success? Why do you want health? Why do you want peace? What is it for? It's for the kingdom. Jesus said, anybody who gives up anything for his sake and for the kingdom will get hundred times, hundredfold in this life, and the world to come, eternal life. The kingdom has such a powerful effect, such a powerful investment, you know, benefit. Make the kingdom your quest. Make that the kingdom of God extended in your own life, in the life of others. You see, when we send forth missionaries, they are extending God's kingdom into the heart of men. Every time we preach the gospel, we extend the kingdom. So you should get involved in the gospel. The gospel is the extender of the kingdom. The gospel multiplies the kingdom. So be involved in the word of God, in the expansion of the word of God, in the greatness of the word of God. This is the word of his kingdom. This is something Jesus said that I would like you to read and think about it in your time of meditation. He was talking about the end of the age. And Jesus said, when you see earthquakes and Like the pandemic and stuff, he said, those are not the signs of the end time. He said, there's only one sign of the end. Look at verse 14, Matthew 24. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. Did you hear that? Taking the kingdom, the gospel of the kingdom, to every part of the planet, it's the sign of the end. Are you involved in the end time work of God, extending His kingdom? Through the gospel, lifting up the gospel, expanding the kingdom through the gospel of Jesus Christ, supporting the work of the kingdom, supporting the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's your prayer. You should pray that every day. Father, I'm here. How can I propagate your kingdom? How can I extend your kingdom? How can I enlarge your kingdom with my money, with my time, with my life, with my family? How can I contribute my quota, with my gift, with my talent? That must become a major prayer point in your life, the kingdom of God. And that must be involved in all the earth. You must pray by God's kingdom in the nations of the earth. Remember Jesus Christ, when he came to the temple, he took uh, whiplashes and beat people out of the temple. And he said, this house shall be called a house of prayer. You have made it a den of thieves. That means the house of God will be a prayer for all nations. And what's the prayer point? That the kingdom of God, the gospel of the kingdom will be over all the earth, and that Jesus Christ will reign supreme in the heart of men. That is a prayer point. This is our number two critical prayer point. It's second to our worship. Notice that we have not even provision yet. It's talking about praying for God's kingdom to be expanded, to be enlarged in the heart, in the soul, and the affairs of men. And when we do that, do you ever thought Have you ever thought about the kingdom of God in your workplace? Not just only your own advancement and promotion and becoming the MD. Have you thought about God's kingdom coming to your workplace, to your family, to your neighborhood? Have you prayed for your city that God's kingdom be manifested in my city, in my state, in my nation? God is not just only after making life nice for you. He wants you. To be blessed for his kingdom. It's all about his kingdom. So pray about that and seek the Lord. For the kingdom of God to go forth. To be expanded. To be enlarged on the earth. And what goes along with it is the next prayer point. Which said, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So, the next thing I should be praying about in my life. After worship and after kingdom of God. Is as we be praying about the will of God. As we pray about discovering the will of God and finding out the will of God. You see, many of us, we come to prayer with our own will, our own desire, our own plans. But do you come to prayer and say, God, what is your will? What is your desire? What is your plan? Not only just, I want this for my home. I want this for my husband. I want this for my children. I want this for my workplace. I want this for my country. But have you ever asked God, say, God, what is your plan for my home? What is your plan for my life? What's your plan for my children? What's your plan for my work? What's your plan for my future? What is your will? That must become our major priority in prayer. We should be seeking the will of God in prayer. Now you may ask me, what is this will of God? If I pray by this will of God, what will it do to me? What will it add to me? Uh, let's go and see. In fact, as a Christian, as a child of God, after you've got born again, one prayer should dominate your prayer life. It's about the will of God. Chapter 1, the book of Colossians. Let's read verse 8. Uh, listen to this. Sorry, verse verse, verse, yeah. verse, 9. For this reason, we also, since the day we had it, do not cease to pray for you. That's after the other are, are saved. And to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Paul said to this Colossian Christians, that when I heard about salvation, after you got saved and I heard the report, I never stopped praying for you. And what was the prayer point? That you be filled with the knowledge of the will of God in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. So Paul put priority on the will of God in the life of the believer. He was saying, Father, I am praying that they will know your will in all wisdom and understanding. Wow. Is that your prayer? Make that your prayer regularly, weekly, if not daily. Lord, fill me with the knowledge of your will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. You can be sure I'm going to be praying for you as my listener that God will fill you with the knowledge of his will. You will know the will of God in all wisdom and understanding, knowing how to do it and why you are doing it. And then you can know what is the will of God and why the will of God and how to do the will of God. Say, Lord, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Heaven is perfect because the will of God is there. And then we need to pray the will of God here on earth. And so when you are filled with that knowledge of God's will on earth, let's look at the result when you begin to be filled with the knowledge of his will. Verse 10 says that, that you may walk worthy of the Lord. You begin to live a life that is worthy and fully pleasing to him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing knowledge of God. When you begin to have the will of God expanding your life, you start knowing how to please God fully. You start really live a life that is counted worthy before God. And you become fruitful in every good work. Many of us are failing, not because God hates us or God doesn't want to answer our prayer, but because we are not praying his will. We are not asking for his will for our business. We are not asking for his will for our finances. We are not asking for his will for our health. We are just praying our own desire and our own will. So begin to ask God, Lord, show me your will. Make your will clear to me. Pray about the will of God, about buying that car, about moving to a new house, moving to another town. Do you ever ask God before you travel, God, should I travel? Is this your will? Is this your plan for me? Not, God, I want to travel. Is it happening somewhere else? No. Ask him, Lord, is this your will for me? You know, Abraham took his bags and his family and packed his luggage and said, Let's go to Egypt. And he entered the trouble. His own son, God said, don't go to Egypt. Stay here. The will of God was followed and it was prosperous. In the case of Joseph, the will of God was going to go to Egypt and God took him there. So let's ask for the will of God before we do anything. Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. Oh, the will of God. Now let me bring something else more about the will of God. which is vitally important about the will of God. Listen to this. In John chapter 6, talking about the will of God in prayer. And we need to pray this will of God for our world, our planet. Listen to this in the Bible. John chapter 6. We're going to see the prayer request about the will of God right now. Come and see John chapter 6, verse 38. Listen to this. For I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. I have come down not to do my own will, but the will of no sent me. I want to talk about more about this will of God prayer in our next episode. So we'll talk about that and other one. Thank you for listening. Have, have a wonderful, wonderful time of prayer. Asking and praying the prayer point of Jesus.